Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer. This recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about familiarizing yourself with you, in particular with what you look like. And I'm going to go into why that is helpful, especially for those of you guys that struggle with body dysmorphia or just poor body image in general. If you're the type of person that avoids looking at yourself in the mirror, always wearing baggy clothes to avoid looking at yourself, not seeing you, just avoiding it at all costs, being in photos, whatever, this podcast episode will be quite helpful for you. This podcast episode might not be as helpful for you if you were constantly body checking, constantly you know, obsessively looking in the mirror, it it still has some benefits for you, but the advice that I'm going to give, I'll be explicitly clear on how if you were constantly body checking, you probably need to take it back a step. Um, but it will still be a helpful episode. Nonetheless. Um, I'm going to be talking about my own experiences um, being online and how that has helped me actually get more and more comfortable with what I look like as a person, even though I myself struggle quite a lot with body dysmorphia and poor body image pretty consistently, even, you know, three plus years into recovery. So we'll talk about that. But first I want to remind you that if you love the show, if you're a longtime listener, then please go ahead and get and give it a rating and review. The way that this show gets found is by people like you sharing it, reviewing it, letting whatever podcast platform you're on know that the show is worthwhile listening to. And the more that it's shared, not only does it help me, but it also helps people that are looking for um, recovery advice. People out there thinking they're the only ones struggling with bulimia. It helps them find this podcast and possibly get life-changing advice and help for themselves. And if you are new here in this podcast, we talk about bulimia recovery. I struggled with bulimia for four years and disordered eating for much longer. If you listen to this episode and it really hits home for you, I offer both one-to-one coaching and affordable online group coaching programs to help support you in your recovery. You can find all of that in the show notes below or by going to bingebreakers.com. I'm also on Instagram at bingebreakers underscore bulimia if you want to watch me do funny reels and make a fool out of myself. I really want to discuss today how familiarizing yourself with your body and what it looks like, what it looks like in a neutral way can be actually very freeing and help improve what you think of yourself and how you see yourself. I'll talk about my, my own anecdotal experience first. What has been very true for me is um, since I am online and I'm growing my Instagram and I have a business, I have to show up on video all the time for my clients and for um, my course members, my group members. I can't just, first of all, if I'm having a bad body image day, I can't just show up and say, do you mind if I leave my camera off? I'm not feeling very confident. I allow, um, you know, course members and group members, if they're feeling shy or something, you're told they're totally allowed to leave their camera off. But for me, I leave the camera on because I am the coach. I'm the person teaching. And it's basically me saying, you know, I'm not good enough to be seen today. So I 
have forcibly, you know, make myself show up even when I'm having a bad body image day, even when I don't feel super confident. Sometimes I'm fresh off of a workout too, and I'm all sweaty. I have to show up. That wasn't easy, but I have to do that all the time. And then another thing that has been helpful for my online growth, my Instagram growth is making reels. Now reels is just a trendy thing. And I used to be really resistant to them. And those of you guys listening, I promise this has to do with body image. Um, but reels is something that's trending a lot on Instagram and it's popular from TikTok, you know, like short, fast videos. If the, those of you guys that are on social media, short, fast, fast videos that are popular on the internet. And they're actually really horrible for our attention span, but that is what Instagram's moving towards. That's what they promote. If you go on your Instagram feed now, it's mainly all video. They're trying to be a video platform. And so if you're not making reels, well, it's not always the case, your Instagram probably will not be growing and not be getting shown to as many people. What is helpful for growth right now on Instagram is making reels. And it is a really short, fun way to provide your audience with content. And what I try to do with my reels is make something that's funny and silly and gives people to laugh a little bit, but also gets them to think. And then usually put in the caption something helpful um, where they can find more information, that sort of stuff. But before all this, before I've gotten to the system that I've gotten to now, I was really resistant to reels. One, because I didn't know how to do it. I thought like, oh, this is a lot of effort. Um, I know I'm better at making posts and better at just making graphics. And in the back of my mind, I really didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to post full body pictures. I hated all the people that did reels where they were just dancing. I still don't do that. I'm more of a, a funny real person. But I'm like, that's not me. That's not who I am. And I really don't like posting pictures of my body, partly because I'm a bulimia recovery channel. And um, I don't think it'd be good for me to posting body pics all the time in my audience. Sometimes it's beneficial, but oftentimes it's not helpful to be constantly showing off your body or showing it in any capacity. But I also just, I felt self-conscious about my body. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't mind how I look sometimes, but some days I'm not feeling it. And I don't really want to be forced to look at my body from all angles, especially in a video where it's, it's, you're moving in different directions, your body's it just, I don't want to do that. And, but eventually I realized, you know, I'm stifling my own growth and my business. I am preventing not only my own growth, but I'm preventing people from possibly seeing the messages that I have to offer and seeing the content that could possibly help save their life. So I got off my high horse and swallowed my pride and started posting reels and making them. And the other day I posted a reel where it was like the trend of the Backstreet Boys. Um, what is it called? Like everybody, that song anyway, but the reel, you kind of have to dance a little bit to it. Like there's, there's dancing involved and I made it. I thought, Oh, I look a little bit silly. And I posted it. No problem. No questions asked. And as I was posting it, I realized wow, how comfortable I have gotten just posting images of me and my body. And I just posted an image of me dorkily dancing. It was just crazy to see, okay, here is my body putting out there. I'm not editing it in any way. It just is what it is. And I'm comfortable with that. How did that happen? And that is through how it happened is that me posting over and over and over again, having fear, moving through it and, and putting it out there for the world to see and constantly 
getting the feedback of, oh, it's no big deal. It's not a big issue. And also I was seeing that I was seeing, having watching videos of myself constantly, having to edit things about myself constantly. I've gotten really used to what I look like now. Like, this is me. This is what I look like. It isn't so weird. It's become more familiar as what has helped me become much better of my body image. Because when you think about it, when something's not familiar to you, you don't like it. It seems kind of out, out there and foreign and um, almost you're almost bombarded by the novelty of it. Um, but that's why it's a problem. If you're someone who is constantly avoiding looking at yourself, which I would do. And I do, sometimes I still do that when I'm having bad body image days or I'm in a depressive state, I will wear baggy stuff. Constantly avoiding looking at yourself in the mirror is actually a very, very bad thing because when you finally look, you might be shocked at what you see, even though it's just you, it's not that weird and everyone else is used to it and you've been able to live your whole life in that body, but you aren't used to it. And so it's shocking, even when it might not actually be that bad, you just think that it is because it's completely foreign and unfamiliar to you. It's scary to you in a way because you're not used to seeing it. So just simply looking at yourself on a regular basis neutrally, just like looking in the mirror and practicing intentionally. This is my body. This is the reality. This is, this is what we look like accepting it and moving on instead of indulging in all of, all of the chaos of, Oh, I look horrible. I'm such a, I'm so disgusting. I had to really nip that in the bud. I had a long time ago. I don't ever call myself disgusting or anything like that, but it was very easy for me to start being like, Oh, you don't look so good. What are people going to think? And I had to really just stop saying that shit to myself and move forward because it's like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to roll over and die because my body isn't hundred percent perfect? Like an Instagram model who photoshops the death out of her photos? Probably not. So we were going to, we're either going to do this or we're not going to do this. And making that choice and making the clear distinction of we're not going to call ourselves names anymore. We're just, this is our body. This is the reality of what our body is here you go. And, and also forcibly putting it on the internet. I'm not saying you guys have to do that, but for me, putting my body on the internet, being like, this is what it is. And here you go world come at me. It just really has made me own my shit a lot more. I still feel self-conscious about my body. I still have bad body image days, but it's gotten so much better. The more that I repeatedly just accept who I am, accept what I look like, and then move on. And I don't indulge in, oh, you know, my arms could be a little bit leaner or, oh, there's some cellulite on my butt. <laughs> like it always is. What am I going to do? You just move forward because it's such a waste of your time otherwise, and it doesn't change anything and it doesn't usually help you. As I'm saying this, I do know that there are people out there listening to know what I look like and are thinking, yeah, well, Jacqueline, you're in a normal size body. You don't ever know what it feels like to be overweight or be in a body that is not average size or, or be judged in any way. People just look at you, think that they're normal and you move on. You don't have to face stigma of someone judging how you look. Um, and I would agree in a lot of ways. Uh, I firstly will make the full statement that, yeah, I'm privileged to be in a body that is 
normal general size, average size, and is not overweight in any way. And I don't get stigmatized for my weight. Doctors don't immediately, when I go into an office, think, oh, well, you're automatically unhealthy because of your weight. Um, that doesn't happen to me. So I do know that. And I don't like, obviously sometimes overweight people, they have to face people saying derogatory things to them sometimes if they have those people have no social grace at all and are just terrible people shouting things at them never have to experience that but even if you are in a body that let's say society has claimed is not what's attractive and or or you don't find it attractive or and even if you're working on changing that let's say you're trying to lose some weight and you're trying to be a little bit healthier i understand that those statements are completely synonymous but let's say you're trying to lose weight you're trying to be active you are actively pursuing change in your body for your physical health it still doesn't do you any good to shame yourself about what your body looks like right now and it still doesn't do you any good to not look at your body as it is right now because it will still be unfamiliar to you. Even if you lose all the weight, I did that a lot. I, when I lost weight all those years before, when I was constantly up losing, gaining, losing, gaining, I would never look at my body till I started looking better. And then I would be like, so, so in love with how I look like, I was like, Oh my God, I look so much better. But yet it didn't even seem like me. It felt like it felt like it was someone else. And I had just somehow adopted that body and I didn't work for it. I didn't do it. And I was going to lose it. I think even if you are working towards actively changing your body, you should be looking regularly at that body and familiarizing yourself with that body and really stating intentionally to your mind. Even if you just say it out loud in the mirror, this is me reminding yourself that this is the body I have today and being present with yourself. And even if you're not working towards changing it, let's say you are in a bigger body and you're fine with that. You don't want to change that. That's cool. But you still have to work on familiarizing yourself with that body and owning it, being like, this is me. This is who I am. This is the body that I have. This is the body I get to appreciate every day. This is the body that keeps me alive every single day. And when you're hiding your body from yourself, it's internally reminding you the constantly of my body is so bad that it deserves to be hidden. My body is so disgusting that it deserves not to be seen. My body is so shocking that even my eyes can't see it and other people can't see it either. The more, if you were to be forced to look at your body every single day (laughs) in the mirror, for for hours or let's just say like this is going to sound so weird this podcast is taking a weird turn but let's say that we had to be forced to live in naked society i'm not saying i want that i'm just saying let's say we had to be forced to live in a naked society we would get so comfortable with our bodies so freaking fast i wouldn't want that for hygiene alone but if we had to you would get real used to how bodies looked But because we live in a society where there's Instagram, there's Photoshop, where there's things such as clothing, where there's apparatuses you can put on your body that makes your body look completely different than it actually is. And you see just people in their most done up states. And then you see yourself constantly covered. You don't really get exposed to that and familiarized with it. But if you grew up in a nudist population, you'd probably be pretty comfortable with bodies. Exposure to 
what your body looks like is actually very important. Now there's the opposite side of that, where you are constantly obsessively looking at your body and it's having a net negative impact. If you're someone who's constantly body checking, constantly like passing the mirror, looking at your abs, making sure it's the same and then moving on or constantly body checking and then negatively saying things to yourself, you probably want to focus first on cutting that down, like not doing that in the first place. And then once you feel like you've gotten that under control, then moving to intentionally looking at your body in a productive manner. Non-productive is checking on how your body looks 15 times a day, losing sleep over it, losing mental space over it. What would be productive is in the morning, maybe after a shower or something like that, when you're already looking in the mirror, take two seconds or two minutes to be like, hey, this is me. I'm not going to go full Mel Robbins and ask you to high five yourself. I haven't found that very effective, um, but it, it's just not for me. Obviously, a lot of people live and die by it, but I do think it's helpful to look in the mirror for a second sometimes and, and be like, this is who I am. This is the body that I have this is what's keeping me alive. We are here and accepting that reality and not your mind, especially if you never practice this, your mind's going to want to go to, Oh, but look, look at what my arms look like. Oh, I wish my waist is small. I wish my boobs were smaller or bigger, whatever. I wish that my hair was different. All that sort of stuff. Your mind's going to default to that. And it is your responsibility to try to reel that back in. And at the bare minimum, remind yourself, that's not helpful. We're not going there today. We're thinking about just who we are because you know, even if you think all those thoughts, it's not going to change it in the moment. You could think about, okay, well, what do we want to do? If we, if we actually, this does bother us. Well, what do we want to change? But it's not helpful. It's simply indulgent to constantly berate your body in the mirror. I had a client actually that said something interesting last week about body image. And she was talking about, she's like, I have trouble um, being neutral around my body when I, I see stuff that I don't like. And I asked her what she meant by that. And she's like, well, sometimes when I think my, my butt is too big or something like that, it's not so much that I, I hate myself for that, but if I'm not working towards my health goals and I see that, then I shame myself for not doing it. And so we had a conversation about, okay, what would be more productive to think in that moment? So I'm not asking you to deny reality. I would never look in the mirror and look at my legs, which do have cellulite. It seems to be even when I'm lower body fat or higher body fat, I always have cellulite, a cellulite on the back of my thighs. And so I would never look at my legs and say, there's no cellulite there. There's, it looks completely fine to me. I don't love the look of cellulite. I don't know if I'm ever going to think that that's beautiful, but I'm never going to look at it and, and think to myself, oh, that's disgusting because that's not helpful. So what I do instead is I look at it and think that is cellulite. That is what it is. This, it exists. Does not hinder me. Does not make me less so. It just is cellulite. Okay. Accepting the reality. And for this person that was talking to me about like, well, when I feel like I'm not working towards my goals. I start shaming myself towards that because my body isn't what I'm doing, what I want it to be. And I'm not doing anything about it. And I was like, that's so not so much about your body. It's about you shaming yourself for what you think you should be doing. So perhaps in that moment, you could accept the reality of, yeah, I guess we really haven't been working towards our health goals lately. I wonder why that is. What could we be changing? What could we be doing? 
it's a very different conversation than going to the shame game. The shame game just makes you feel self-pity, self-victimization. Um, it's not very fun and never productive. So what, at the bare minimum, when you're thinking these things, even if you do find something negative, it's fruitful to at least think, this is what it is. Now, what do we want to do about it? This is what it is. Now, what can we change? Because falling into that spiral of despair is never, never helpful. Anyway, hopefully this podcast makes sense. The basis of this podcast, the simplest message I can boil it down to is sometimes looking at yourself and exposing yourself to what you look like over and over again can be much more helpful because it makes you more familiarized with yourself. And the more familiar you become towards yourself, the less weird your body becomes, the less maybe um, poor negative self-image you have, and the more you actually find your body to be okay or even appealing to yourself. I have much more body confidence and it like how my body looks a lot more, the more and more I post it. I know that we all have different bodies and we all have different reasons that we think are justified in feeling self-conscious about it. But yet again, I have to go back to that like nudist society example. If we were in some sort of society like that, I'm glad that we're not because I don't want that. But if we were, we would get exposed to so many different bodies so quickly. It wouldn't be so weird and we wouldn't be so fixated on what our bodies look like all the goddamn time. So you're completely avoiding yourself in the mirror. Take a few simple steps to try to combat that. Even if it's just setting up a five minute practice per day of looking at yourself in the mirror intentionally, or it's at the bare minimum, not wearing all the baggy clothes in the world. I had one client who she would constantly wear baggy clothes to deflect from people looking at her. So her goal, her first goal in the opposite direction was to wear one item of clothing per week that wasn't baggy, that was a little bit more form-fitting and fit her correctly. I'm not saying skin type, but fit her correctly that she felt good in for one day per week. And eventually she got to the point where she was wearing more normal clothes and clothes that made her feel good instead of feeling like she had to be hidden. So if you're in that period, or if you're in that part of your life, that could be a good step in the different direction. Take it one day at a time, one action at a time and you'll get there. All right. I'm going to let you go guys. I'm going to keep on exposing myself on the internet. Just kidding. I'm not doing that, but you know, posting things on the internet. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. Never give up on yourself, my friend. Bye.